If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. There's creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership, and it's everything you need to make a podcast all in one place. So if you're interested, go out to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Welcome, everybody, to another episode of Scream Creeps, where where this uh, episode we're actually going to talk about the new Halloween installment called Halloween Kills. Um, First thing I want to say is I, I apologize for the massive delay for the individuals that actually listen to my podcast. I think there might be three of you (laughs) (laughs) Um, that uh, we haven't actually done one since July. And mainly that's due to uh, even though we moved, uh, there's just been a lot of stuff going on that kind of delayed us to, to do another episode. And we figure what would be better than to do Halloween kills a couple of days after Halloween. So, uh, with that being said, uh, for anybody that doesn't know, Halloween Kills was is the 2021 installment, and it was directed by David Gordon Green, which I who I believe is the guy that did Pineapple Express. I think That's so. He's more yeah. of a comedy director because he did Pineapple Express, Your Highness, and The Sitter, and then he but he's also done a few dramatic things. And I think actually he directed the 2018 Halloween also. So yeah, he has actually done. Yeah, like because a couple I think of horror him movies. and Danny McBride both did this one. Yeah, and well, the other one. Well, they wrote it and they wrote yeah. the 2018 version. So yeah, Danny McBride, another comedy guy, which I was kind of surprised. I don't know if I did notice that with Halloween. Danny McBride, like Danny McBride, yeah, from, the from guy? Eastbound and Down. Yeah, with the with the. Yeah. Yeah. What's that haircut called? The mullet? Yeah. 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 (laughs) Yeah. So I was actually, I noticed it this time, but I didn't notice it before. But one other thing, I think this one, I don't know if the 2018 one, uh, John Carpenter was involved, but he was involved in this one. I think he was to a degree in the first one. I think if anything, he was an executive producer or something like that of that ilk. Yeah, and then also Bloomhouse Productions was the produ- was uh, Jason Bloom served as a producer on the film. So, which which they're exploding right now lately. Anyway, well, it gave me high hopes because they had they don't really put out bad movies, uh, really. So, um, but let's see, what else do I want to say? Uh, I mean, obviously, Jamie Lee Curtis and James June, James Jude Courtney were in this one, and those are the same ones that played Laurie Strode and Michael Myers in the first one. Uh, so, um, oh, so was that the oh, so the original Halloween dude that was under the mask still played the character? Yeah, the James oh. uh, James. Uh, Jude Courtney. <laughs> For some reason, I was drawing a blank. I just said it. But anyways, um, I think the only... Let's see, and I know Judy Greer, Andy Matichak, and Will Patton were in the 2018 one. 
but then they also had Anthony Michael Hall and Thomas Mann join the cast in this one. Uh, yeah, and they had a few people from the original 1978 version. I think there were like what? I know Kyle Richards was one of them, but then they had. I think it played... was three of the uh, the people that were that was the, boys. the extras in it. Yeah, the one that played Lonnie uh, as a kid was an adult now. Um, see, I'm trying to see if I can find it. Robert, I know that Robert Anthony Michael Street. Hall or whatever. I don't think he was in actually. I think it's actually. Paul, right? It was just the character Lonnie was Robert Longstreet played him, but it was actually portrayed by uh, Brent LePage in the '78 version, and then. What was it? Mary something. What was, I don't even remember her name now. Do you remember the one that was the nurse or whatever? The nurse. Well, in the original, the 1978 one, she was. Well, I mean, wasn't she a nurse? I'm trying to remember. Talking about Marion Chambers that got killed? Yeah. Was that her Played name? By Nancy Stevens. Oh, Marion. Yeah. She was the assistant to Dr. Loomis. That's what it was. Oh, no, what I I don't <laughs> oh, remember. Nineteen seventy-eight. That's why she was saying that this is for Loomis at the uh, mm-hmm. at part of it. Okay, that makes sense now. Yeah, but she it was, was in. I don't even remember watching the first Halloween movie, which we should probably do on the podcast. Well, we will do it as but... part of the uh, the top twenty. You know that the the series that we were doing before we did this one. So, like you know, we were originally going to do Fear Street. 1994 next but we delayed it so long that we changed it to this one but so the next one will be the fear street series again but then we'll get back to doing the the top 35 scariest according to science Mm -hmm. and halloween's on the list we just have to get there um yeah so but anyways uh Josh, what did you? Th- I know you've given me. Oh, well, we should things. say he's probably spoilers ahead anyway. Because yeah, there will mostly be because it just can... came out like at the beginning of the month, I think. Yeah, and I don't think we can talk we about talk it without about giving it. anything yeah. away. So, nope. And the main thing for me with this movie, it massively disappointed me. But this was before. I found out that there was a trilogy. (laughs) So I thought it was going to be the end of the, I'm like trying to end the whole, um, whole Halloween series. Yeah. I think the next one definitely will end. It's called Halloween ends. Yeah. That's mostly what, oh, that's why I was like, oh, never mind. (laughs) What, because when I watched it, I was like, man. Because they do a lot of stuff that I just hate in horror movies in this movie. Like, well, I don't, uh, well, my well, my biggest thing is Michael Myers. It's like those whole Texas Chainsaw Massacre where, like, there was that scene where Kyle or what character Lindsay was running away. He was walking, and somehow he was catching up. And then, what does she decide to do? She decides to hide. Like, oh, why, did, I, why, yeah. why didn't she just keep running? All he's doing is walking. I mean, yeah. she just could have kept running and been long gone. But I that's think. like typical like horror movies. Oh, I know. That's what I'm saying. I mean, it, it's just they did, and they did a lot in this movie that were like typical 
Well, my the problem, my the scene that bothered me the most was the fireman scene. Oh, like so, how he got out. Well, yeah. there's well, he well, got, not only got out. It's when he's standing out there, and there's all these other firemen with weapons and stuff in their hand, and he kills them all by himself. Yeah, they can't fight right. him. Come on. Yeah, it was like uh, I let that one go, just because I was like, okay, I know that they're trying to tell a story. But this right. is by far like the biggest body count that I think I've ever seen like a Halloween Halloween movie have. Like because he kills at least like 50, 60 people. At oh yeah, least. and that's what that's one thing I do. <laughs> you know, even in the first one it was like he had reasons for who he killed. Yeah. And this and one it just seemed like he was killing everyone. Yeah. Well, this one they definitely just made him look more like a psycho. Yeah. Like when he kills that couple in their house. And he's like just stabbing the guy with the different knives till he finds the one that he wants. Well, he oh, always, yeah. well, but he always posed the the people he killed. No, but you remember when he kept stabbing the guy with the different knives? Yeah, he but he was posing like, oh. him. Uh, yeah, but then, he, but he was more like he was trying to choose a knife or something. Is what it looked like. Oh, I thought oh, he I was don't just like trying to kill him with a bunch of different knives. Well, that's I think what they've I done him. that in another. Like, I don't think it was in a Halloween movie, but I think it might have been a Friday the Thirteenth movie where. Um, somebody just stabbed him like a million different times but uh there's a bunch of movies i'm sure that they've done it i know that there's at least one movie where i've seen like uh getting stabbed a million times but it was like more than just like five knives or whatever but but i liked the part in that scene though like my favorite part uh, or not one of my favorite parts one of the best parts of that scene it's like how he jabs the light like, into oh, her throat. But, yeah, and then yeah. she's still living when she's killing the her husband. Yeah, remember he shoved oh, the, he the light the, tube the into her neck. Yeah. 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 Like I was like, oh like, well most of the mo- well, she couldn't get out the door. I don't understand. Well, I was like, how come she couldn't get out the door? That's the horror trope, you know. Yeah. She she didn't leave. And you kill like, my you kill someone else in my house and I have nothing. It's like I'm Ouch. leaving. Even Peace. Even then, like a dude like three times your size, and wouldn't your th- first instinct be like, "Let's get the fuck out of here"? Well, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, when you but when you see when you see what she did to the bigger person in the house, like he literally took that old dude and threw him around like he weighed about a pound. <laughs> so it's like you know, in the back of your mind, you can't do shit to that person. So why even stick around? Yeah, and that happens a lot, though. It's like, why would they even fight him? It's like the couple that lived in his house, his old house. You know, somebody came in the house, and you hear him upstairs. So you grab a little freaking teeny weeny knife, and you're gonna go upstairs. Not only that, lock the door. Yeah, that was the stupidest thing. It's like locking the door, especially when you're thinking about Michael Myers and uh, doing the whole Michael Myers thing. Like, oh, yeah, he's coming to get you. And then you find out somebody's in your house, and then you're not like, oh, okay, let's go. You know, well, they just sit there and wait around and try to, like, clear the whole house. And you know that he's killed a bunch of people by then, or at least, like, by the time they probably know the first massacre that happened. So you would think, oh, he would come back home. So first of all, I wouldn't live in a house that somebody killed like their family. Exactly. But... <laughs> Red flag city right there. Just being yeah. like, yeah, we're gonna 
oh, there's like 30 killings that happened in the ha- in this house? Nah, I think I'm good. <laughs> like bad juju city in that shit. Yeah. Well, <sighs> what did you guys think about Jamie Lee Curtis even being in the movie? Yeah, she was barely in the movie. Yeah. It was like, what the hell was the point? I mean, it's like to show that she got hurt in the first one. I mean, that's okay, basically. And I all... also have to say, and I have always been an Anthony Michael Hall fan. Okay. <laughs> but I think aging? he over. No, but I think he overacted a bit too in the movie. Yeah, well, I, I've. I understand that. My thing is that he did a lot of stupid shit in this movie. <laughs> like, <laughs> like fucking most of first off, okay. Well, the other part was, you you guess... think about the dude that got away, the one that was on the bus that they show up later in the movie. Yeah, that was what I was getting ready to I didn't about see was... him get into the dude's car and drove off. I thought it was just a random dude that got into their car and then he drove it off. Well, right. that was another character. It was like, okay, what was the point of that whole thing? To, well, it seems to, like they were doing a social commentary. The psychi- well, that's kind of what they were doing, but it was kind of stupid. Remember the psychiatric uh, patient uh-huh. that killed himself, that jumped out the window? But I think the, they were trying to almost make a political statement. Like people. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. Assumptions. It's like, oh, that's the guy because they don't really know what Michael looks like. And then it's not Even though that Michael, but they know he's a tall giant. guy. <laughs> the damn sheriff was talking about that. That guy's not tall enough. You remember he yeah. said that, and they just weren't listening. But uh, yeah, I think it was a statement. But it's like, really, you have to make a statement in a movie. I don't really understand well, why. Well, I kind of understand why they did it, right? Because I mean, especially in our climate right now, where like a lot of people can come. Like, they don't look at research or, like, they skim through stuff and then they just nitpick what they want to do. And then they're, like, trying to victimize somebody or uh, not antagonize, maybe. Like, trying to blame it on somebody else and then they have nothing to do with it. Right. I know that's what I, uh, I doing, understand that. Why do like, it in a movie? Yeah. And especially for an old, lanky dude and then it doesn't look... Like, I would understand if it looks like uh, like a tall dude, you know, like well, at least somebody that was, could look like him. Lori's but, daughter was telling everybody that's not him. Yeah. And I they mean, were just not listening. And that's pretty much what they're in that area. And yeah, I just I feel like I need to watch more of these Halloween. So because I'm like, I always thought his big thing was always coming after like Lori and stuff like that right well that they kind of introduced it randomly killing a bunch of people that's what I told you this went after people in this, the house. well the rest of them were kind of like that because oh it was really only the first one the second one wasn't even about him yeah like he wasn't even in the movie like oh. it was called I think uh, and uh maybe I'm thinking of the third one the third one is the cult of Michael Myers or whatever it's called. Yeah. And the season of the, the witch, one which one not, was that? Yeah, that's the one that he wasn't even in. Yeah. And they were showing like he was part of a cult thing where he's more supernatural than he is just a guy that's wanting to kill people. I mean, there's been 12 of these suckers. But that's what, and that's what I'm saying is like, that's what I thought that they were trying to do. But then this was before I found out that there's a third one. But I mean, part and of the 12 are the reboots, like Rob Zombie reboot. Yeah. 
Which I still like those ones. I'm like, even though a lot of people give them shit, but I still enjoy Oh, I liked those too. I liked the 2018 version. I mean, they should do stuff where it's a little bit different anyway. You shouldn't keep it like the same. You should tell a different story. You don't have to tell the same one. Mm. But that's what I'm saying. They did a lot of hokey shit in this. Like... The only reason why they went after the dude and he jumped out the window is because he thought that it was him, even though that he was a kid and he saw how tall the motherfucker was. And this was like back in the day. Right. And anybody when he was in the prison could have went and saw him and saw his face. Right. Well, I mean, I understand why they didn't, but. They could have, <laughs> like, yeah, um, that way you would have known what he looked like or how tall he was. But they did so much damn shit, and then him, like, oh yeah, I understand getting somebody to go out and kill him. Finally, right? I understood a lot of the things, but they just executed it badly. Like when I first saw the Rotten Tomato score and I saw it as thirty nine percent, I was like, damn. I'm wondering if it's going to suck or not. And then I watched it and I was like, yep, it definitely did suck. I didn't feel the movie sucked, though. I mean, but I mean, it it was just disappointing. That's why I should say that it's it's disappointing because it could have been a lot better than it was. Yeah. Like, that's the main thing. Because it's kind of going back to like when we talked on Joe's podcast about the toxic fandom. If you really like nitpick the movie, right you wouldn't like any movies because if you start to nitpick every one of them you're gonna find problems with anything you watch and so it's like if you go in with teenager walking watching an 80s movie yeah talk about picking it apart well that's what corny stuff yeah well it was the 80s well (laughs) that's what i'm saying but i mean like even this because you've seen the other halloween movies it's like you look at this one and you're like what the hell are they doing but if you look at it in the grand scheme of the movie and you just take it separately from Halloween and 2018 and then you watch this one and you put it in its own bucket, it makes more sense. I think now, you paid a little homage, though, to like 80s horror movies. Though, too. Yeah, it's and that's, pretty that's fine. That's why I'm saying like certain things worked. Oh, it was right? very gory. I, I mm. liked how it happened like the moment after the mm. the first movie ended. I like that, how it was all in one night. But I don't like how they were like, oh, the more people he kills, it's harder for him to die. You know, I was like, fuck no. What the fuck are you talking about? When they're hitting him with bats and stabbing him and clunking him over the head and then shooting him and all this crap. First off, if you're going to shoot him, don't get too close where you're going to get stabbed or sliced where half his hand is like flailing what the hell are you doing it's a fucking pistol why are you getting up close to him where you know he's gonna fucking stab you it's just stupid well the other you know it's just hilarious <laughs> some of the things were just fu- i mean they weren't funny but they were it's like the 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 doctor that uh that was the the nurse that was the doctor and the doctor that was the nurse on Halloween. <clears throat> Yeah. Yeah. And then she took the gun away from him because he didn't know how to use it. And then come to find and then she, she really didn't know how to use face. it. Yeah. 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 I mean, and first off, why are you walking up to like, I understand walking up to the car, but then you get 
in a way where he could fling the door at your face and then shoot yourself in the face. Well, she missed him. She missed the shot like eight times. So obviously, well, that's what I'm saying. Obviously, obviously, you shouldn't fucking start shooting at him in a car where you can't fucking see him. And then him getting stabbed in the freaking eye. Yeah, that was one of my favorite kills out of the whole thing. Was I was like, ow! Well, I oh. think one of the ones that bothered Elaine the most was Cameron's when he snapped his neck on the staircase. Oh. I remember watching. <laughs> I remember watching Elaine's face when she oh, saw that scene uh, because it was, it was gonna happen. Yeah, so I was like, Ugh, I just want to see it. But yeah, yeah it like was the like main just... one was her breaking her leg or whatever. That was the main one where it's like, oh, ow. Well, one of the gross. But like, I mean, yeah. I did kind of make the same face when the lady got stabbed with the the light thing too, though, because I thought, oh, yeah. Damn, well, one know? of the grossest scenes was when the psychiatric patient jumped out the window. Oh yeah, you, yeah. He was yeah. like splatted on the ground yeah. and his bone, his legs, which his to me. It was accurate, though. I mean, because yeah. I don't know how you would that wouldn't happen to you. Like yeah. I can imagine, like from well, yeah, your bones hitting some. I mean, pe- I mean, people show like whenever they break their ankles during uh, skateboarding and stuff that it, it protrudes out of your body and all sorts of stuff. So I think realistically, it would look like that. Yeah, and that's why Dad does not like horror movies today, though, because they are gross like this. He talked about the fact that he he can't watch these type of movies because of how gory they are. Like, even in the 80s, they didn't have... I mean, Friday the 13th started it, but there wasn't a whole hell of a lot of blood in any of them. Yeah. I mean, there was a little bit, but it wasn't like today I where... What kind of psycho could stand there and push somebody's eyeballs into their freaking skull? Yeah, but that's where we're at today, is oh all God. this stuff has to be almost accurate. Like, if you... Push somebody's eyeballs yeah, but they in. They do all the gory stuff too nowadays because everybody's so desensitized. Well, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, just thinking about the stab, and like uh, also a thing that would suck is if you stab somebody into the armpit. Oh, that <laughs> when I saw that, yeah. where he pushed his eyeballs in, I was like, huh. <laughs> well, like I said, most that of the kills suck. were not only gory, but they were hardcore. Yeah, it like, yeah, it's almost like you, your face just was like, oh, dude. I mean, you know, none of them were like. You know, oh, that was easy on somebody. I mean, even the firefighters that he killed, he chopped them up. Oh, I mean, it was yeah. In the face with yeah. a hatchet and shit or whatever. Well, like, and oh it's the spiky side. He wasn't yeah. hitting them with like the axe part. It was the spike. Cut somebody's throat. Yeah, that's mostly why I'm saying the link. Uh, it had very good moments in it, but then the story just fell flat to me, especially at the end. Where they're like, oh yeah, like it's based off of fear. Yeah, we get that, but also like how they're saying like fear was turning all these people into doing crazy shit too. And no, they're fucking trying to kill Michael Myers, and then they thought stupidly that that was Michael Myers. How many times did they show the the pitchfork thing on the porch? And for like six times, they kept saying something's gonna happen with that pitchfork. Oh yeah, with that pitchfork. Yeah. Well, they always do it in movies. They they foreshadow things. Yeah. Like they'll show something a certain way, um, and then you know it's going to be used somehow. Like either he was going to use it on someone, or it was going to be used on him. And oh yeah, I kind of figured that he was going to use it on the two Johns, which by far like that was some of my <laughs> some of the best scenes in the movie. <laughs> like for me, just because I thought it was goofy. 
I was like, I knew that they were gonna die, but like just the just way that the they baby had knife? Their, what the hell was they, that? A threading the, knife or whatever yeah. little baby knife he had to see? I'm like, was a you're knife, gonna kill it? somebody with that? Well, well, that's why I thought it was it's funny. Was like they had some fun. Like, I mean, even though the kids were kind of dicks, so I would have figured they would have probably done something with the kids too because they showed that well, they only did Michael Myers would kill kids. kids, but well, yeah. Well, yeah, but they killed the, the Michael killed the one with the the skull mask on. Yeah, uh, they didn't show it, but yeah, yeah they didn't show but it. They but alluded he, to it. Yeah. Well, he was carrying the mask, and then and he then, was yeah. He was actually sitting on. Well, because the... the other two kids were the ones that were on the swing set, right? That Lindsay found. Yeah, that they yeah. went yeah. off oh, though. Yeah. yeah. No, but what I'm saying is, I think he posed that body on. The merry-go-round, didn't he? With the other two, the yeah. The well, I thought he was on it too. He was sitting, oh, like maybe. he was like laying on the side. I thought maybe. maybe it was just his mask, though. I could swear he was posed, or maybe he was the one hanging it on was... the on the swing set. No, that was Marion. Okay, yeah, that's right. Yeah, I Marianne know he was, was on the swing somewhere. Set, yeah. I know the two were. I on remember the... what you're saying. They he they alluded to. They didn't. I don't think they showed the body, but they alluded to the fact that he. Well, I know they the showed yeah. the mask and Michael. Well, I mean, they did the same thing with the other kid in the in the 2018 version too, where I think he just grabbed the kid and then it just cut away. But so I mean, I think they're trying to stay away from that, but implying that he doesn't care who he kills. Right. Which that's totally fine. I mean. I don't understand why I would be looking at his reflection, though. Like, it doesn't make sense to me. Like, as an overall arc for, like... Oh, what he's doing in his room? Yeah, like, when he goes to the window, and then he just stares out of it, and then they're like, oh, he's looking at himself. I'm like, but what does that have to do with him killing? It doesn't... It didn't add anything to the story for me. I was just like, okay. And then, like... Okay, he went after Laurie Strode because he just wanted to, essentially, and then she got away. Okay, that's fine. Just saying he's a relentless killer is understandable. Like, he doesn't give a shit who he kills. That's so Tommy fine. Tommy was one of the guys that, the kids that Laurie babysat back in the yeah. And they said that it was the like somebody else. Anthony, Michael, Anthony Michael Hall was the one. That played Tommy. Oh. Yeah, I think somebody said that. Uh, no, the one that on the sidewalk him. was Lonnie. Oh, okay. Um, let me look that up. Um, it wasn't him. It was portrayed by Brian Andrews in the original one. Oh, okay. And I then Paul Rudd. Really Paul Rudd portrayed him. Portrayed him in the Halloween: The Curse of Michael Myers in 1995. Oh, okay. So that's why. Yeah. So because uh, it, I just saw something where they were saying like, "Oh, why? Uh, why it was a good idea that they didn't have Paul Rudd play him or something." I was like, "Okay." Well, because he wasn't the original one. Yeah. I mean, so and neither was Anthony Michael Hall, but uh, I was surprised how little. Uh, Curtis was in the movie. Yeah, that shocked me. She really wasn't in it. She wasn't much. in it that much. Nope. And it looks and- like really they're just like, oh, she's healing from her injuries. And then her talking to the sheriff. It's like giving like stuff for like well, she died at the end of this one. Right? I know, but I didn't like her in this well, movie. Well, like supposedly, like yeah, her. like her daughter in this movie was stupid as fuck. 
Yeah, Judy Greer's character. Like, yeah, and then, okay, so some people have. Which daughter are you talking about? You talking about Judy Greer's daughter, or are you talking about Jamie Lee Curtis? Talking about Jamie Lee Curtis's daughter, okay. I think. Yeah, Judy Greer. Yeah, so Karen or Judy yeah. Greer played her, but yeah. Yeah, like uh, what's it called? I think she was very stupid in the movie, um, because like, okay, if you're gonna stab him, stab him in the fucking neck or something. You know, well, you just stab him in the back. In the you're head. not gonna. Well, well they I alluded mean, that to that be... though. Do you remember that Loomis was going to and Hawkins stopped him? Yeah, back in '78, well, and that's, and that's why, why Hawkins saying that he was, saying was he could have ended it back then. Yeah. And that's totally fine too. I like that, which means that probably they're that's gonna be the ones that yeah. kill him at the end of Halloween ends. That's totally fine. Yeah, but like, kill him off? I don't know. It's it felt like Halloween just a filler, uh, a filler, a uh, filler movie. I right? would assume that they're gonna kill him in the next one because it's called Halloween Ends, and everybody's getting old. I mean, why would you know if you want to end the the original version, trilogy? Yeah. Uh, or you, like you original movies, yeah. Well, that's why all of them should have done. Like uh, Jason, Freddy, all of them. If you want to end the series, you kill him. And yeah, done. Well, that's why. That's why I thought, you know, that technically this would be the end of the trilogy for 1978. This one, and then uh, Halloween 2018. Like you would think that this would be the off point of it. But knowing that they're doing another one, I'm like, oh, well, thanks for letting me know about that. But I think uh, uh, that's what I'm saying. It just seems like a filler movie because it's setting up shit that's going to go down in the third movie. <laughs> but the funny thing is, is it didn't really set anything up for the third one. Really, if anything, they just set it up that way if her daughter actually died or not. And if she they, did, Lori's probably going to be the one that's going to kill him. Yeah. Well, that's that's the main thing. Was I was sitting there, I was like, man, they killed her off, and she was all trying to be like a badass at the end of the first one, and then they just did a bunch of hokey shit with her throughout this whole movie, and then, uh, man, and then I was just like, man, that's kind of bullshit, and then you, it just makes you want more out of the damn movie, <laughs> or at least for me, that's why I was like, man, it could have been so much better. Like, I understand, like, talking about, like, him killing a bunch of people. That's totally fine. But, like, at the end of the day, did they really need to, like, act like he, uh, every time he kills somebody, it just, like, makes him more powerful when he's just supposed to be portrayed as some regular dude? Well, he's always been a, uh, just like uh, Jason. I mean, like, like they, they don't die, and but they've never really explained why they don't why well they only did that in the supernatural thing for the season of the witch where they made it kind of not canon now yeah but they've made 11 other ones where they have never explained it (laughs) oh yeah i mean so it's like they're just like i don't give a shit he just kills people but i'm just like dude that's why all these stupid douchebags in these movies are kind of dumb because i'm sorry if i was in the movie like this I would either be A, fucking out of dodge, or B, I would shoot you in the fucking face like 30 times. I would make sure you're not coming back. <laughs> make sure you're dead? <laughs> yeah. Fuck no, fuck no shooting him in the damn chest. 
like once, you know, I'm sorry, I'm going to uh, put two or three clips into you. Make sure you're not Kent back or just putting a shovel and like cutting the head off. You know? So, so just to give you a heads up on Halloween ends. Uh-huh. So it is going to be, it was originally going to be set on the same night as both of these. But now it's going to be set four years later in 2022. And it'll address the COVID-19 pandemic. Oh, jeez. Which is really stupid. And, <laughs> and, it, and Green describes it as a coming-of-age story and a more intimate movie where some of the characters have processed the insanity of the circus of the massacre of 2018. And not only that, but they've also processed the world as it spun so wildly in the last four years. So Yay. we'll see how it actually ends up based on so that. All, so all the the people in the movie are going to wear masks the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah, so you won't see their face. No, I'm just kidding. Anyways, but I mean, so I guess we we gave it all of our opinions. Um, we want to do the creepometer rating. Oh, the creepometer! Yeah, uh, as we do that at the end of every podcast. Well, I would say if you do a creepometer, but you'd have to do it more of like a gorometer. For this one? Yeah, if it's the Gorometer, it was like a fucking 10. Yeah, it was gory as hell. It was so damn gory in spots. Eh. Yeah. You know, not so much creepy, but gory. Yeah, Yeah. for sure. I mean, it made you go, ooh, dude. You know, (laughs) a lot of times. Yeah, I'm telling you, if I do probably look it up, it would probably be the highest kill count in one of the Halloween movies, I'm sure. Uh, let me look that up right now. I agree with but, you, Josh, that it had it wasn't like the greatest things, and there were scenes where you're like, really, but it wasn't like unwatchable or anything. I mean, I didn't, I didn't feel like I didn't feel like I watched it and, and then went, oh great, that just sucked two hours of my time. Like I don't feel that way. Yeah, well, I've, uh, we've watched uh, other movies. Definitely not that way. <laughs> we've watched other movies as part of this podcast that we felt that way about. Yeah, that I got uh, done and went, well, that was a freaking waste of two hours. Yeah, I <laughs> would say that this movie I actually watched. No, it was no. And yeah. I actually enjoyed the movie, but like I said, if you if you do like these, if you uh, what do you call it? If you're based on canon and you're really into the Halloween movies, you probably I wouldn't would like it. You well, yeah, but you would probably nitpick. Yeah, kind of like what Josh has done yeah. in some cases. But yeah, they were saying that uh, yeah, the the closest one for kill count was the Halloween Five: The Revenge of Michael Myers, which was twenty deaths. So. Yeah, and this one, oh, and uh, the 2007 reboot for Rob Zombies is 22. So this one definitely blew it out of the water. Like, that's what I'm saying. Well, there were 11 They killed at least, like, well, and that's what I'm saying. They did, like, however many firemen. And and I'm just thinking of the last uh, kill count, like, the last scene where he's just shredding everybody. He killed, like, at least 20 or 30 people just there. Well, yeah, but, I mean, he killed all the firemen. I think there were 11 of them. Yeah. So, at the very beginning, he almost had half of the amount. But, yeah, yeah. in terms of creepometer, yeah, it wasn't very creepy. My heart rate did not go up. 
And uh, but gory, yeah, it was very gory. One of the goriest movies I've seen in a while. I mean, every every killing was kind of nasty. You're just like, ugh. So, but <laughs> but actually, with that being said, I think uh, that's the end of this episode. But we wanted to uh, now the next one we will actually do fear the we'll start on the Fear Street series again. So we will review Fear Street 1994 first. Elaine actually still has to, we may have to rewatch that one because Elaine may not even remember it. Yeah, only made it um, she only made it about halfway through. So we'll, yeah. have to re, we'll have to, yeah, we'll have to rewatch that one. And Josh, you might want to rewatch it too since it's been so long. Oh, just, just so we have a fresh perspective going into the next podcast, but it will definitely not be three months from now. Um, but <laughs> yeah, so. Anyway, so yeah, so plan on that being the next one. And uh, anyways, for all of us at the Heart of Geek, I'm Jeremy, and we've got Josh and Elaine on this podcast, and we hope to see you or talk to you in the next one. Have a good night. Night.